Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Let Me Finish. This is your boy Dom. I'm not gonna go take it. You gotta take it. <laughs> Alright, this is Antonio. I'm back. And this is Greg. Third. <laughs> third. You always go second, and now all of a sudden you don't want to go second, you want to go third. I'm just wondering when this came into play that I always go second. You just, I mean, you I guess naturally, naturally I do, yeah, but yeah. I just... So I just kind of... We never talked about it. I just no. let you... Okay. I just looked to you, Antonio, because I was like, well, Dom always goes first, and you were gone last week, so I was like, Aww. Antonio, you go. I appreciate it, but you know. It was like, kind of like, I miss you, you can have the second spot this one time. I'm, you know, I'm, this the, one time. I'm the selfish one, because I didn't let Antonio start off the episode. I mean, oh, I don't want that. That pressure. would be kind of nice. <laughs> I actually don't want that. That'd be pressure. nice if you know. Do you want to do it? Do you want to start? We can we can start. You want to do it? Like start would be like yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I do either. But yeah, you, I, it does set this tone for the episode. Yeah. And like our intro music is like very kind of chill. Oh so your it, voice it, it matches chill, with it. Yeah. So it'd be weird. Yeah, it'd be weird. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. So when we change the interest music and it's more up tempo, yeah. then that's when when y'all y'all are gonna take over and I think so. Yeah, because okay. Greg be yelling, so yeah. That works. Yeah, I do be yelling. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like uh, adjusting the volume right now, but yeah. <laughs> what's been going on guys? Um since the last time we were here, which was last week. Anything new? Um, well, let me start. Since I missed last week because I was out of town for two weeks uh, working for a new job. And I uh, also got to say kudos on the last episode. Nancy was great. So yes. shout out to Nancy. Shout for out to sure. Nancy. She Absolutely. still hasn't listened to it. No. <laughs> Nancy listened to it. It's, it's great. But uh, no, the topic was great. You guys are great. And uh, I kind of felt like oh, I'm going to come back and we're not going to have anything to talk about because she talked about her experience and that was dope. But uh Anyway, side note, uh, I'm back in town. I am stressed out with this new job and this new money, but uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm sticking through it. It's just a lot going on. Uh, I've been working about 10-hour days, 12-hour days the last couple days, and hopefully I will get this job down packed soon enough, probably next week, and I'm looking forward to this weekend, which... You got it. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm... I'm, You got it. I'm not worried about it. It's, It's... I've been through enough in life to just kind of uh, learn how to take something in. I've taken the emotion out of things, right? It's a job. At the end of the day, it's a task, something you have to do for money. It pays well. So take the emotional side out of it and just get it done and figure it out. And it's going to be worth it because financially, it puts me in a very good position. Um, I'm going to be able to do a lot of great things this year and put myself in a great place. So that's 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 kind of my ultimate goal. So I'm taking out the emotion. It's just, hey, this is money first. And Money is the motivator, so Look money is the main motivator. Look at you yeah. uh, being an adult, having a drive. These kids these days, I they know. don't they don't they have drive. Nothing. Get off their get off your ass, as Kim K says. Yeah, right? get off your ass right. and go work. We're, we're proud of you, Antonio. <laughs> like Outcast said, like Outcast said, uh, or Goody Mob. Sorry, Goody Mob. I wasn't outcast. You gotta know. get up and get out. And do yeah, something. that was Goody Mob. I thought that the other day when I was like, <laughs> kept pushing snooze. I was like, get up. Get up and do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I don't think not, not much has been going on for me. I'm glad to not have a puppy in my home again. It does not smell like a puppy anymore. Mm. I can also um, put in a service request without my apartment <laughs> complex knowing that I have a... <laughs> An undocumented puppy in my apartment. Oh, you said it was a the puppy was illegal. Yeah, it was an illegal puppy in my apartment. Um, but yeah, I've had a, I had a chill weekend. Not too much happened. Um, just ran a bunch of errands. We went grocery shopping. 
Um, oh, you know what? Let, let me let's have a conversation about this. Okay. Because both of you guys live alone. I actually live with someone, and um, thanks for reminding us. You have, <laughs> you have a partner. <laughs> me and my uh, significant other Memphis go grocery shopping together all the time, and we specifically buy snacks that each of us like. But for some reason, he just continues to pick up mine and not his. I don't understand that. Like, you have every opportunity to pick up your snacks when you go to the store. Sometimes you like your own, you know, snacks for yourself. Like, right now, I'm on a low-sugar, low-carb journey. And one of the snacks that I can have is beef jerky. Yeah. He will continue to go dig his hands in my beef jerky, and it annoys me. Is there anyone out there who can relate or is it? Just, or am I just being selfish? Like you know. So you're saying he gets his own snacks. Yes. He gets snacks for you, and your snacks are very diet specific. Yes. And all of a sudden, your snacks are looking very delicious to him, when his snacks are sitting untouched, and you can't have his snacks because you are low carb, low sugar. Yes. What are his snacks? Swiss roll cakes. Oh my god! I would fuck that um, up. <laughs> That's not what a else? Time. Oatmeal pies. Yeah, then no, no, that'll be gone so um, fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, chips. Like I can't really eat chips right now, so it's like stuff like that that I can't have, or I'm limiting myself from having. And then it's like I look over and you eat my my beef jerky. Well, how about this? I feel like he's eating your snacks, which are healthier, right? Yes. So I feel. Like I mean, in a sense, yes. Well, yeah. There's yeah beef jerky. Less sugar. Is like, yeah, 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 it's just meat. Um, I would take this as an opportunity because you know you're having a good influence on him. So maybe double up on your snacks, and then maybe he'll start to double down, or not the right word, but have less of his snacks, and then you know you're a little slightly healthier family. And then just oh, start okay. hiding his Swiss rolls. Just start, Swiss start, rolls. start hiding them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, thank you guys. Thank you for that advice. Yeah, I appreciate it. I mean, I wouldn't be that mad because it's like I would. I mean, beef, beef jerky is expensive. <laughs> it but is. It's, it's so cheap. expensive. Yeah. I don't know. One time Antonio came and ate all my uh, pork rinds, and I wasn't too mad because it's oh, not Swiss. Uh, I'm, not, I'm mad about my Swiss rolls. That's what I'm mad <laughs> about. That's like gold. Because Wait, you had pork rinds? When was this? Yeah. 2018 or something? Maybe so. Wow. You still heard of that? Pork yeah. scans. Yeah. Greg, Greg, let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> I keep a tally in my head. Hey, yeah, I, I can demo you right now. How much? How much? Was it like $2 a bag? Uh, it's like 5 Persons are see that wasn't me. And that's the rub. You're cheap. And that's another one of my snacks I can have. That's a very low carb, low sugar snack as well. True. Pork pork rinds, which are overrated. Yeah, they're like chips, pretty much. If you eat it with the sandwich, it tastes good. Yeah. Greg, what's been going on? Oh, I second the the stressness and um, not big things like Antonio. I mean, I'm I'm making money. Yeah, don't don't get it twisted. I'm making money. I'm making money, but um, it's just March turned into this thing where it was like, the, it was like the whole year was ramping up to it, and it was just slammed at work. Yes. And so this past weekend, you know, I went and did a friend weekend, right? Which mm-hmm. that's always fun, but the bounce back takes longer when you're in your thirties. So I'm on this like kind of downer, and it's just like work is slamming me, and um, you know, I realized I just haven't been centering myself. In the sense that I've just been kind of like going from, you know, family to work to like work events and like my work events, I've got to be like outgoing in front of people and shit. Like, and I'm a introverted extrovert, like I can turn it on, (laughs) but I need that like charge time. 
And so it just went back to back to back. Like, and I never want to complain like about being busy because it's not relatable. I think I think that what we're talking about is just the stress that comes with it. Yeah. Um. So I just kind of like broke down this week, and that's why we're um, recording like two days later than normal. So yeah. thank you guys for being super understanding. I know it was kind of annoying, but no, it wasn't annoying at all. I mean, like at the end of the day, we have to be at our best to do this, or maybe not at our best, but. You know, if you wake up one day and if you're just, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And just like you're talking about, like, you were giving so much to work, friends, family that you gave out. It sounds like you just gave out so much. You had nothing. You were empty and then just, it fell. So. Yeah. But now that I'm here, it's almost like, I feel like I get energy from Good. This is this. relaxed. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, I There's probably, no pressure I probably just stewed in my shit on Tuesday and would have been fine on Wednesday, but. No, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's no mm. rush. Where I would have cried okay. on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> I am awful. And rolling from there, um, <laughs> since we all have had a, a, a high level of stress for the past couple of days, that's the topic we're going to be discussing this week. Um, so, what exactly currently is keeping you guys stressed? I think just like the everythingness of it is just I have a hard time compartmentalizing if like there's a piece of paper on the floor and I'm like in the middle of doing something I gotta get you know that's a weird example but I'm just saying like I just moved into this house I work from home so when things aren't like perfect in one room or like something like that I just kind of like the everythingness of it where like you'll get a text that pisses you off but you're working and like there's just no I guess segmentation to any yeah. part of life I think today in this di- digital age yeah where it's just like everything is all at once and it's all like you're getting alerts for fucking bullshit while you're you know having to talk to somebody on zoom meeting with the camera off so you're like texting maybe you're like on Twitter or you get a bill or something yeah you get a like bill it's just unexpected. like yeah everything just bleeds into each other where I think it just got overwhelming so I'm, I'm doing better about just focusing on one thing at a time i think for me my stress right now it actually comes a lot from from work i think during the spring going into summer era of my particular job it gets really really busy and that keeps me um working a little later i work from home too and i feel like sometimes when you are someone who is a salary employee and you have a lot of work is still expected to get done. Dalton said he's making money too. Um, <laughs> and it's, it, I'm one of those people who when 4.35 o'clock hits, I'm logging out regardless. And I, it took me a long time to get there. I'm teaching myself that the work is going to be there. But, you know, I have to protect myself and my mental first before um, work. And I think covid when during you know covid still around but during the peak of the pandemic and everything was shut down and we couldn't go anywhere and being at home alone and just having work you know I, it was a struggle for me then but then i had to like make a rule for myself it's like i can't allow myself to get in a dark space or allow myself to be too stressed out because then i'm really not going to be as productive as i think i'm being yeah. Um, so I think I do a better job at it these days, but you know, this season is a busy season for my particular my role in my job, so it's expected. Um so yeah. 
that's where my stress is coming from. So dark space. What mm-hmm. do you say by dark space? Like yeah. dark mental space? Yeah, dark mental mental space. Um, depression it could lead to sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing. Like working from home is cool and everything, but it gets old, you know, because it is kind of depressing <clears throat> a little bit. That's why I have been starting taking like daily walks during the sunset, preferably because my circadian rhythms. But um, yeah, you just kind of feel like a little bit like cooped up, you know? Well, I think you guys both made a good point um, because I don't work from home anymore, but I did. Actually, I worked at home during COVID. And I think the one thing about it is that your work is your work and your home life is supposed to be your home life. And the thing I struggle with for the short time I did work from home is that when you're working in the place that your relaxation how do you separate that? Mm-hmm. And you both mentioned things about like, how do you separate that? Because your work becomes your everything. Like we spend so much time working. We work typically 40 hours a week. I'm not, yeah. I'm not working 60 right now. Um, but we work so much time during the week. So your work is your identity. And then if you work from home, you're working and then you may log off, you may step away, but you're still kind of in that work mode. So how do you separate that? Um, I close the door. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I but also I, I avoid even walking past that room. <laughs> oh no yeah um, that's one thing I remember listening to like uh, some podcasts or something like that before saying that how you should keep your workspace separate from your personal space like example I used to during COVID when I was working from home I had a desk my, my computer in the bedroom Yeah, and what sucked about that is imagine waking up and yeah the idea of like oh I can wake up and jump on a meeting in five minutes in your underwear or whatever but then it's like you just got up and you're going right to your computer. Yeah. You don't have that separation and it's like that's the first thing you see in the morning. It's, right. it's just there, right? It's there. Like, so you're never really full. I would wake up and be like, ah Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's hard to get a good night's rest when you look over and you can see your work is like just waiting for you to wake up in the morning. It's just like you're I feel like you work you don't really get a lot of time to yourself when you really think about it. Say we work eight hours a day. We're supposed to get eight hours worth of sleep. That leaves how many hours to just eat dinner and then well, relax for a little bit? And um, eight hours. That would be a remainder of eight hours. But you think about like that time to get ready or yeah. I guess not commute for us for because us, yeah. we're working from home. But <laughs> I mean, what are we doing with that extra time? Yeah, it seems like just like doing life shit you yeah, know like because you go work out and yeah, then you like gym. eat then you maybe pick up then yeah. you take a shower it's time for bed yeah then you it's what past time for bed right so then yeah. you get on tiktok for like an hour, <laughs> an hour. and it's like yeah. two hours 30 minutes after your bedtime and then you just can't sleep you're wide awake yeah so that's something i struggle with because in my head there's this constant like time clock right it's like i'm always going against the clock and I'm trying to like get better at it, but sometimes I'm really bad. Sometimes I'm okay at it, but there's this constant. Okay, boys. Okay, I woke up at five. Okay, I got to be at the gym by six, and if I'm up by six, then I can be at this site by eight. Like I'm constantly in this like plotting in my mind, and that becomes very stressful because you're never just. Granted, we have strict deadlines for stuff, but to be even outside of work, to be honest, like if it's like okay, I got to finish work at six. Uh, my friends want to meet at 7, 7.30. And I mean, I got to go home. I got to do this. I got to shower. I got to change. This constant, like, go, go, go thing that I've struggled with, especially the last year. Yeah. Um, Why well, struggle that's... with? Like, I mean, it seems like a good quality. Because I'll set, like, no. oh, I need to do this within an hour. And then it's, like, an hour and a half. And I'm kind of like, 
well, I'm not done, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I struggle with it because, okay, this is, okay, yeah, good point. In particular, I struggle with it is because I, when I set these time frames, they're always way too tight. There's always this reality of like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 5, be the gym by 6, be done by 7.45, shower by 8. It, I can go very particular in that. And so then you don't give your time to breathe. You no. don't give yourself time to breathe, but also when yeah. you inevitably like break the time or go over, then you're like in this stress. Yeah, you're in this place Boom. of like I'm a failure for the day. My daily day is failed. I fucked up. Or, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. everything else just derails, and it just so I've, I'm working on that. I'm getting better at it, but the biggest thing is I have to give myself breathing room. Because example, if someone said, "Hey, what time you want to go to dinner?" I could be at home ready and say, "Oh, you know what? Yeah, I can be there at seven o'clock," and it may be six thirty-eight. Knowing that, no, you got to do a couple things. And I, I've done that so many times. I'm like, why are you giving yourself 20 minutes? You need to, you're not even ready yet. You got to go do this. You got to do that. You got to get the car and whatever. So I just, I set unrealistic time frames for myself and stress myself out. So it's all self-induced in my opinion. So what are you, you guys doing to deal with the stress you put in yourself? How do you, how do you deal with it or make yourself feel better? Um, for me, I literally talk to myself a lot, which may sound weird, but just as long as you don't respond to yourself, I have. <laughs> in, in honest, I'm, I'm not. I'm being dead ass. I do respond to myself sometimes, but I feel like it's healthy, right? It's <laughs> like I would love to hear. I would love to hear you talk to yourself. This is not helping my confidence, but anyway, um, nah, I'm joking. No, I, I'm not. I'm not having full conversations, but when I realize I'm spiraling or just. I'm at that point of like feeling like like a failure that I missed the time frame. I literally have to stop myself and say, "Hey, this is okay. The world's not gonna end." Like I have to do that do that to myself a lot. The world's not gonna end because you were 15 minutes late to this or you didn't meet this deadline because you set this deadline. Now, yeah, there are outside deadlines I have to meet, but I just have to give myself grace. That's the biggest thing. It's like I think a lot of us are harder on ourselves and what we need to be and someone that's creative to some extent that's a big thing so yeah. I just try to give myself a little grace and say I'm still gonna wake up tomorrow I'm still gonna go to bed this thing that I'm worried about is still gonna be there it's not gonna go away it's not that big of a deal I like that and the world is not gonna end well yeah. I, like, to piggyback off that talking about like saying stuff to yourself mm -hmm. um, lately I've been saying like you're the fucking man no or like you're good um, at this what is it called um <clears throat> Dang, what is it called? Get positive affirmations? Yes, yeah. affirmations. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I believe in that full heart. Because it's just like, I deal with a lot of like self-confidence issue. Like, if something goes wrong, I'm like, oh, you're an idiot. You're a failure. You're this, you're that. And then I'll be like, no, you're the fucking man. Yeah. And I need it for confidence sometimes. Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to Chicago next week. And it's just like, you got to do like the, whatever my version of Sasha Fierce is. Where it's yeah. like... I'm the fucking man, like chest bowed, like let's go. I got this, yeah. Right? Like there was a couple days on this work trip that I was on because I was gone for two weeks and there was one day where I left work training defeated and I'm sitting there thinking, they're going to fire me before I even finish the two weeks of training. And I remember going to bed, I went to the hotel bar, the bartender was like super cool, got a couple drinks and whatever. And um, I remember waking up, taking a shower and I literally had to look in the mirror and be like, you're here for a reason. You got this. It's okay. It's just one one more day. Yeah. Whatever you didn't do right yesterday, just this is your chance to redo it. So I had to, and I do that sometimes. I will sit in the mirror and like when I wake up before I head out, I'm like, this is your day. I have 
I have to give myself the positive affirmations. And I learned that from a podcast. Just look in the mirror and just talk to yourself and boost yourself up. Oh, I learned it from Insecure. When she's like, oh, he's yeah, rapping, yeah, rapping in the mirror. <laughs> I, think mirror for, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, what helps me is like, I just have to, one, I just have to get to a space where I'm alone and I can just close my eyes and just kind of forget it all for a moment and kind of try to recharge a bit. That's That's been something that helps me out. I read this article that said that if you get up every morning and meditate before you start your day, it's supposed to allow you to prevent to be more stressed out about what you have going on yeah. at that day. The only thing is, I don't know how to meditate. I tried. And <laughs> yeah, like, how like, do you meditate? I have a really hard time. It's like letting, not holding on to thoughts and letting them flow like down the river. It's hard. And if you need help to like return to your center, you can like count your breaths in your head like one, two, three. But it's so hard. It but it's like hard. it's the same thing as like praying to me. It's like I'm like I'm gonna pray for you, and then I sit down and pray, and I'm like. Dear God, please. <laughs> and my mind automatically wanders or something else. It's like <laughs> the most like half-hearted prayer. But it's like when you meditate, like what are you supposed to sit there and think about? Nothing. Like, but how do you think about nothing? I, well, like if like, I hear the littlest thing, I'm going to open exactly. my eyes and look. Like, but any thought that, you know, because thoughts take hold, like a stressful thought, like I can't do this, mm-hmm. is a thought that takes hold. So the idea of meditating is just like holding it for a second and then letting it pass and like just imagining it's going out like through one ear and the other i'm just imagining myself waking up at six o'clock in the morning to meditate before i start my day and i'm going to be sitting there with my eyes closed thinking that i could be back in the bed right now <laughs> no you'll fall back asleep for sure so i don't maybe i'll try it i'll try and I i'll give you guys honestly. an update on how my, <laughs> my meditation yeah, we journey do it is going yeah i think we need to research that because i feel like that's a common issue of how do you just stop your brain which that's most of our issues so i feel like maybe we need an instructor or like find a class or something because i think it'd be beneficial but i think none of us know how to do it we can go to goat yoga who oh that'd be fire yo that'd be fire goat would, yoga yeah the goat goats yoga. like yeah you do yoga and the goats like jump on your back there are many goats and they just why? jump on you just, while you're doing yoga i don't know but i don't think it helps with anything but i don't either I just like but goats. why goats you why do not yoga puppies? with goats maybe is it like a petting zoo no no they look no i don't know i guess I you can pet them but you're supposed to do yoga and let the goats do whatever they because goats like to you. jump on people and yeah. other animals and people so they're just jumping your back while you're doing like your, your whatever pose and yeah i don't know where it came from that's cute i just like animals so (laughs) i'll do goat yoga have you guys ever seeked help for any your stress that you're dealing with you know my favorite topic in the year 2020 oh lord (laughs) do you know what year you know what year is it it was like 2021 maybe but yeah 2021 therapy literally anybody that talked to me in 2021 after June therapy 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 I could not that word just fell out of my mouth like, like it really did like vomit it was kind of annoying no but you were so centered and like in control and like you know or do you look back and think that you were no it helped it helped uh yeah so I've seeked out therapy now the interesting thing about therapy is that I started therapy in 2021 during a relationship that was failing terribly <laughs> I can laugh at it now um but <laughs> The funny thing is we went to therapy for the relationship, but 
I ended up finding it helped me out with so many other things I didn't realize I was struggling with. Yeah. So in a sense, granted, I didn't seek out therapy because of stress, but it pointed out so many other things that have helped me see things differently, react to things differently, um, how I uh, respond to things and whatnot. So it's helped me with stress. Even to this day, even though I'm not going anymore, which I probably need to, um, it's really helped me process and deal with things better than you know I would have dealt with two three years ago so oh so it's had like long-lasting effects yeah the, the thing about therapy for me is that um it's not like a you go to fix this one thing right you go for you might go for one thing but then you start to unlock other things about yourself and I thought I had self-awareness but I didn't so I went to therapy so I started to look at myself instead of others because Life is stressful, right? Things are going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be crappy. You're going to have bad interactions with people here and there or whatever, right? It's really up to your control of how you react to it. Because ultimately, you can't control what happens outwardly, but you can control how you react to things. So that's why I feel like therapy has helped with stress because it's it reshaped how I look at everything and you know how yeah. I approach. And I'll bounce off that because... I went to therapy for the first time. I got a therapist for the first time during the pandemic in 2021. And I got a therapist because of a specific situation I was going through. Um, it's not something I expected to talk about right now on the podcast, but I can talk about it a little bit. Um, I My last boyfriend I was dating passed away during our relationship. And... Um, it was a very stressful time. I've never dealt with anybody, anything like that before in my life. And I've never felt like I was depressed before. But in that moment, that was the first time I've experienced it. And I remember being so stressed out because I'm very like, I hate asking for help. And it was a situation to where I was like, I think I need to talk to somebody because I can tell that I'm different than I used to be or you know I'm more stressed out than I used to be for obvious reasons and therapy really got me through that situation and I love my therapist she was a great help for me um, the job that I have has a great program to help you find a therapist dealing with any specific topics or anything that you want to talk talk about so I think that journey that I went on with my therapist was a huge, huge help to get me through that year. So I definitely um, recommend therapy for anybody who may be dealing with any type of depression or or stress that they uh, are going through. Because it just helps to just talk to somebody. And it's really important to talk to somebody about it. Because if you don't talk about it, it just is going to get bottled up inside. And it may not have a good outcome when it actually releases so yeah, therapy is, is was a huge help for me. Yeah, and I mean you're very stoic. You don't really like, at, like you said, ask for help. You mm-hmm. don't show emotion. Like this is the dom you're always going to get, which you know we love dom. But um, that was a huge thing. That's something that I've never been through. I mean that most people my age has never been through. So like, right. yeah. for you to carry that around and be kind of dom about it, like obviously therapy you know was needed in that situation and it sounds like it was beneficial um my therapy situation is and not to um i don't know negate all the good work that y'all just put out is 
I just haven't found the right therapist mm-hmm. to the point that I'm kind of like that's real. No, I hate therapy. Yeah, I mean, finding a good therapist is like looking for a good partner. It matters. Yeah. It's hard, dude. Yeah, it's like it's so like, many out there. Yeah, it's like having friends. Like it's like if you forcibly try to find a friend, and if you're not clicking, you're not clicking, and that's the same thing with therapy. It's like you have to, you do have to click with your therapist. I should go back to Jim. Shout out to Jim. He was good. He was my last therapist, and it was really great because it was remote, and he did like kind of the teledoc portal thing where we had to see each other and then one day I was just like can we just do this on the phone and so like I would be like folding laundry and talking and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> but um my problem with therapy is like I need therapists is like actually like no Greg that was stupid you know like therapy mm-hmm. like that's more like a friend I feel like they're always like open and free and non-judgmental and sometimes mm-hmm. I just want like their honest opinion you oh, know yeah. no 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 so that's okay that's the thing about therapy ultimately what I discovered is it's not about somebody telling you that you're doing something wrong or right it's it's them pushing you in the direction to make the decision that's best for you and that's what I enjoyed about it because initially when I went into it I thought okay because I went to therapy for a relationship my goal was like all right he's gonna tell him he's wrong and I'm right mm-hmm. and then it ended up being like look at yourself dude yeah and it was funny I would tell him stories about situations that occurred and he would never tell me if I was wrong or right that's more of a friend um, mm-hmm. he'd always just kind of like guide me to figure out why that happened everything was like always like why why did that happen why do you think it happened how did you feel and it felt like weird at first he'd be like he kept asking why but so yeah I don't think a therapist should ever just tell you like you're wrong because right. then at that point that's a bias right because that person taking their perspective of if we have a story about a friend, we, we've all had situations and I've been like, well, this person did this to me. And you're like, oh, he's wrong for that. But you only hear one side of the story. That's right. why a therapist can't tell you that. So that's the thing you have to, you really have to be open in therapy to think for it to kind of like. Oh, yeah. But ultimately, it's up to you too. To Is it better for, for you, Greg, to like talk to your friends about what's stress? Do you feel better when you discuss it with your friends? That's a good point. Um, rather than having to talk to it, because some people are like that. Some people are like, "Hey, if I just talk to my friends about it, I feel better sure. after we discuss it." I guess so, yeah. Because friends will give you the honest opinion, and that's sometimes what I need. But like, also, you don't want to belabor your friends with all your problems. So that's why therapy is good, because it's like it's unbiased. You can talk about the most minute. Like, like I, I got cut off in traffic, yeah. and it reminded me of that time my dad, you know, didn't let me play outside no I'm kidding but um therapy for me is something I need to just find the right therapist maybe you need to oh you already gave me his contact tone like your last therapist he was but fired I think, though I think he dumped me though <laughs> I did too so. I don't think one of my payments didn't go through he just I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try to side that story but he just was like alright mine broke up with me she was like you know we've been together for over a year now and you know we started talking once a week and then we went to every other week then we went to once a month she was like i i think you're fine I was, she was like if if you need to have specific time or you want to talk to me about something feel free to like f- make an appointment and we'll definitely we'll talk but i think it should be more freelance when we do it you nice know cuz you're not somebody that i believe feels needs to have like a consistent appointment every every week or something like that or every month um she was like you've had a lot of growth and i and i, I felt like a bit, almost like i was going through a breakup 
<laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of formed an attachment to her. You got used yeah. to her. Because she was, it was just very like, it's not me, it's you. You're, you're pretty, too, pretty much. You're, you're, you're too, too healed. <laughs> you're too healed for me, baby. I need some damage. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you come have a relationship or something? Just, yeah, right. I, and, I, and I felt it coming too, so I, I can't say I was surprised. Okay, but, so y'all both so pro therapy, but meanwhile, well, both <laughs> your therapists are like, don't call me, I'll call you. <laughs> but I will say, like, I. I I know, like, therapy is, like, a hot thing right now, and it's not the only way to get... As it should be. No, it is, but, like, it's not the only way, like, I feel like there's... Therapy's all the rage. It's goat therapy. It's a trend. It's a goat therapy we fire. No, but therapy is hot, but I feel like that may not work for everybody. No. So, like, for you, Greg, you've not had the best experience with it. There may be something else out there. I don't know what it is, but there may be something else that could benefit you better. It could be us. Call us on a group chat, a group call. Remember we used to FaceTime? We will listen to whatever you have you want to talk about. We used to FaceTime. Yeah, it was like our our group FaceTimes with Daryl, episode four or five. Yeah. Episode four, yeah, Daryl, call back. Yeah, that's why he's like, you motherfuckers never text me anymore because we like (laughs) talk on the podcast, basically. Yeah. 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 We should... We well, should face him on the podcast. No, that was going well. Well, do you guys have anything that like triggers your stress? Like anything in particular? That's like I, when it happens, it just like triggers you, and that's when you ultimately yeah. become stressed. So one of my triggers of stress now, recently in the last year, is honestly people. And when when I say people, I'm talking about. Um, in the last year, I've focused a lot on myself, work, because I've had goals and ambitions that I've been like laser locked in on. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think it was late last year, I realized one of my biggest hurdles and the thing that set me back the most is people. Um, so us. No, us. not no, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I love this. But no, like, okay, you guys matter, right? And it, I'm not saying other people don't matter, but... <laughs> This sounds bad. It just keeps getting better. Guys. I know. I love digging a hole, by the way. Um, I make friends very easily. And I know a lot of people don't. And one thing, I, I've never understood that I don't have friends thing because I've just it's never been an issue for me. But I realized as much as that was a gift, it became a curse because you always have somebody that wanted to hang out. Hey, let's go grab drinks. Let's go grab dinner. Let's go to the Aventino. Oh, we miss you. Blah, 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 blah. It, and I finally didn't realize that I, like Greg mentioned earlier about spreading himself too thin with family, friends, work. I was doing that socially, especially last year after my breakup. So to turn this back around, people stress me out because I'm in such an opposite space now where like the time I spend with people is so very particular. If I spend time with someone, it's people that matter, people that I care about, and it's very limited because I'm so busy with work right now, and rightfully so because it helped me make a lot more money in the last couple of months. And I've changed a lot of things about my personal life for the better because of that. So people are my trigger. And when I say people, it's just more the people that I'm not really close with. If I don't gain anything from a relationship, and when I say gain something, not financially, not free dinner, it's just... If there's nothing make you to, happy, yeah, yeah. If there's nothing to gain from our interaction, you know, even just simply just enjoyment, then I just don't want to do it. So I have a lot of people that are left on red right now, and I'm not boasting about it. It's just you I don't want them to trigger your your stress. Yeah, because there's always going to be somebody that wants to hang out. There's always going to be somebody that wants to fuck or drink or whatever. And I'm just in such an opposite place that even in this trip 
that I was going for two weeks, I got a couple messages from people that I don't hang out with anymore. And it was just like, oh, man, when you're back, let's hang out. And I'm like, there's no point of this. There's nothing to gain from this. And it triggered me. And I just I didn't respond to the request to hang out. I just left it on red and kept it moving. So people are my trigger right now. That's the biggest thing. So people yeah i would say people generally i think people's expectations yeah yeah that's a that's would be a, like yeah 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 which is basically what you're saying but like somebody wanting something from you and again it's like you're complaining about people that want your time but it's not always time it's like often work like related like they want your to be in a meeting when you have something mm-hmm. else to do or they're trying to like message you um so yeah i would agree with that it's like it it all does go to the root of people i guess but um i guess it's just like competing expectations from all different areas you know and you're just being shot from all over like just riddled with bullet holes from like bills and like family and and work and all that shit it's just like (laughs) everybody wants some shit i think for me my trigger is probably my schedule like i just i feel like you have my schedule sometimes really stresses me out because it's like I have you know work that I have to do every day I have to set a set aside time to record this podcast I have volleyball that I have like three times a week like I feel like I'm always doing something and I'm in a relationship so it's like that adds another level of stress to make sure you know my significant other is, is happy and, and we're good so I think my, my stress kind of just comes from just like stuff that I have on my plate and I think I've cut back a lot um, here recently which is very helpful um, I'm starting to focus more on myself and I guess my mental health as well is, is, a, is a big thing that I'm working on and it's, it's finding time to not have something to do. Like for the longest time, I always wanted to be so busy. I always have something going on, doing something. And I come to the conclusion that it's, it's okay to not have anything to do. And that alone has helped a lot with my stress. And also talking about it. Yeah, you have to, I think you have to get it out. And that's, that's the thing. You have to let it out. However it comes out, talking whatever you have to get it out because uh, yeah and i think we're lucky because we have this platform to come together every week and just to let our guards down and to discuss whatever the hell we want to talk about that week but ultimately this is a form of therapy for us and i hope it's a form of therapy for the listeners and i hope you all are enjoying the conversations that we have because we enjoy doing it you know yeah is this is the end no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> it felt very it did, it did. It felt very like <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> and if you need <laughs> help, go to depression.org. Or betterhelp.com, which hopefully yeah. we can get an ad read for them because they should be good apparently. Um, oh yeah. I was about to say something about betterhelp.com, but I don't wanna like ruin our Well, hold on. How bag. Do you, okay, so Greg, you mentioned that you kinda did virtual therapy. That didn't work for me, actually, because the first time I did therapy, it was virtual, and me and my ex were just arguing with each other on camera, and she didn't say nothing, and it was just like, this is weird. She was on mute the whole time. She was right. just watching us arguing, like, jump in, help, we can jump, like, it was just weird, right? And um, 
I'm, she probably gained a lot of information from just letting y'all go at it. Well, I know, right? Well, she, y'all didn't have a second session. We argued enough already before this. It was like <laughs> we was like, why are we doing this? We already argued enough. Like we could have argued off camera. We could have saved one hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> right? Y'all couldn't even keep it civil for the one hour Zoom meeting. Oh God, no. We could have argued at the hidden door or something. I don't know. Um, over a drink, but um, yeah, I with me in therapy, I feed off interaction of people. And energy, so definitely for me, like in person and the interactions, which is me going back to people being my trigger, like energy and your the way you interact with people, that's what matters to me. So for therapy, I have to be in person because I need to like see, feel, you need to see my face because I can't hide, I don't have a poker face. You got to see these weird looks and I'm, when I'm lying. I don't either. So I can't do the virtual thing. Do you guys have any goals set for how you are planning to deal with your stress in the future so one of the things Oops. that i'm planning on doing is uh, okay um basically what i'm trying to do is really not go to these i say self-harm but i don't want like to put a picture of people said that i'm like cutting myself <laughs> you know like self-harm in, t- in terms of like Getting a whole big bag of candy, you know, I'm diabetic yeah. and shit. Like, was that a stress purchase? Yeah, that was a stress purchase. Uh-huh. It, was, it was buy one, get one free. Come on, like, I'm gonna <laughs> turn that shit down. Yeah, it's like, before Easter, too. That's crazy. Do you, do you take me. those when I leave? I think they're almost no, I don't <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> or, like, you know, getting on the apps, or like, um, I, the thing is, I'm lucky in the sense that I'm not like drinking two bottles of wine a night, you know, my addictions are pretty minor but they're still not like healthy you know and like i think even like reaching out to friends and like doing this podcast you know like just being around people even when i think that's the last thing i need it's actually like the thing i need well good yeah i think that's good and um what i would say is i think one thing i need to work on and I think a lot of times we don't reach out a lot of people don't if we're going through something we just kind of go through it we internalize it but I want to be better about if I am going through something, just being upfront about it. Um, I've gotten a little better about it, but I'm still working on it because nobody knows what you're going through. And, you know, people are coming at you with their energy and they're just whatever. And you might just you might not be able to talk or and sometimes just saying, hey, you know what? I had a long day. I'm just not in the mood. And I've done that recently, especially this week with this job being stressing me out a lot. You know, I I've been less responsive to text messages and I'll tell people like hey you know what it's been a crazy week I just I don't have it right now you know I'm not ignoring you it's just it is what it is but just telling people being upfront about stuff being upfront that's that's kind of deal to just be upfront but also giving yourself grace giving myself grace I think we I think we can all do that because typically for stressed out it's usually it's not self-imposed but there's ways you can kind of control it and sometimes it's just giving yourself a little grace to say hey you know what I'm stressed out and that's okay today just ain't my day but tomorrow it's right there so yeah I think for me one thing I'm a goal for myself with how to deal with my stress I think that I am going to talk about it more good this is a great platform for me to do it but I have a really I do a really bad job with reaching out to my friends and my family whenever I'm doing dealing with something or just reaching out in general I, I have struggle with doing that because I'm just so like to myself for the most part and I think if I did that more and I opened up a little bit to my friends and family they that would help me relieve a lot of stress that I may be feeling so that's one thing I'm going to work on and hopefully all of my friends will hold me accountable to doing that 
Yeah, yeah. I'll be like Dom's calling again. He wants to bitch, <laughs> about, <laughs> bitch about his day. I know. <laughs> I talked to him last week. I don't know. I know, right? <laughs> oh, well, quick disclaimer. Yes. I don't want to ever complain about my life, and I don't want to complain about my family. I love my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to complain about your family. Okay, okay, okay. We so, have a couple of episodes coming up where we're going to be complaining about family. So, for sure. I, I can't wait to talk about those. Well, Antonio, you, you have a pet. So, does your pet uh, either decrease or help the amount of stress that you feel? Wow, that was random. I didn't think that was coming. Um, yeah. Well, you said human stress you out. So, yeah, you that, did, that was actually human kind of a log- logical next step. The animals right. do the opposite. Here's the thing. Animals, I have a cat. We all know that. And apparently, I talk about this cat every episode. I guess because Nancy was was here last week and I wasn't. I got to double down on the cat thing. But um, <laughs> generally speaking, cats... Okay, right now my cat's stressing me out because... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, I've been stressed out because of work. And also, I've been gone two weeks, right? So... Since I've gotten back, I've been back four or five days at this point. My cat's been all over me, which is great. But the problem is I've been working so much and like cats don't have boundaries. They're on your desk, they're on your keyboard, they're snuggling. He's in everything I eat. And I have to to remind myself, this is a cat. This is what they do. Every cat does this. Because he's annoying and stressing me out right now. But typically he doesn't stress me out. It's just cat shit. It's just right now my heightened level of stress I realized I was reacting poorly to it, so I said, hey, you know what? This is a cat. You can't speak to it. It doesn't understand you. It doesn't have emotion. It's primal. It's going to do this thing whether you like it or not. So I had to adjust and adapt my reaction to him. So, yeah. Go home and cuddle with your cat. He don't cuddle. And, and let, oh, your, no, 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 and no, let no. your cat purr. And, and He don't do none of that, so it's fine. He scratches. Yeah, he scratches and he plays, but he don't cuddle, which is fine. I'm cool. He don't got to cuddle. I'm fine with that. So animals and, and people add to your stress. Yes. And I know Leo added to your oh, stress. Leo. Are you going to leave out his name? Or Leo, are you gonna leave out? he definitely well, added. Puppy. He's fine. That puppy definitely <laughs> added to my stress. Telling you that work on top of um, Leo and then Memphis all being in there. Like I was stressed to the max for the past two weeks but you know but you know now the, I don't have a puppy anymore so I'm not as stressed so. hey but you know the good thing about it you had that experience for two weeks and let's say if you and Memphis was like thinking about getting a puppy you're like hey let's think about that a little harder let's wait a little bit until you're ready because puppies are a lot of work they're cute yeah but it's all the back end stuff like I've been peed on by puppies before in the past not like in a sexual sense but like legit a puppy peed on my I mean, foot why would we even think that <laughs> because, it would be a sexual sense because we're gay go back to therapy no because we're gay and then people do pup play and oh pup. I don't know yeah, oh, no actually gosh. you're right you're right but you're right, we yeah. know that you're talking about an actual animal and not a person dressed up as a puppy so hey maybe, but he's just you know hey, but some maybe, of our listeners might be no no offense to pup play yeah no offense i mean do what you do but uh one of our 30 listeners or whoever we got might be 100 a play, and i don't want to 50 because i can offend you you said what 50 listeners 100 yeah 100 yeah no 50 unique listeners yes yeah yeah so anyway the whole point of this is like share and subscribe share with your friends tell them about us so we can get some free BetterHelp classes. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to get promo codes for BetterHelp so we can help you guys help yes, us. So for sure. Help us help you. Well, we're going to get the hookup too. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Let Me Finish. This was a great conversation. I can't wait for 
everyone to to listen and and chime in. Please chime in. Please give us feedback on the episode and how, how you guys feel. On Spotify, on Spotify, if you all are listening, it does give you an option to give feedback on the episode. So feel free to give us feedback if you have any. Oh, Over. drop the social for our Twitter. Oh, our Twitter is let me finish zero three. So please find us on Twitter. We don't have an Instagram or a Facebook. We'll never be on Facebook. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> but yeah, definitely find us on our social media platforms. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and also uh, if you want to suggest some topics, please do that. You know, yeah. we always take that, and you know, we'll be back next week with some more fire content. Thank you. Thank you for listening. See you you next week.